I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well... I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. I don't know what's happening. I'm being made to feel very raw. So sometimes when I feel a rawness, that's my symbol for that someone is newly departed. Newly for me is within two years, or sometimes it could be that's the way we feel. We feel so, because every time I'm talking about moving forward or laughing or trying to do something uh, about things that have happened since they've died, I felt this this rawness as if someone just like took my soul and like ripped it up and stomped on it. And it's so raw. Yes. So, mm-hmm. So I understand how this is not going to take away that pain or that rawness. It'll give you this moment for you to connect with your loved ones. I want you to know that they are still with you just in a different way, that you have that connection. Each and every one of you have that connection and it's going to be different. It's not going to be the same. And if someone else is dreaming of someone and someone else isn't, it doesn't mean that 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 person loved them more than someone else. It's just the way that we connect. I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. So the way that we connect with spirit is going to be very different. It's not going to be the same. They hear everything. Nothing is ever left unsaid. Because whether your loved one died sudden or or tragically, or maybe you watch them suffer for years with an illness, from the moment the soul leaves the physical body, they leave behind every disability and or ailment. They don't take it with them on the other side. It is not easy seeing a medium. It's not easy channeling. Um, I, I say this all the time. I find it more difficult for you on the other end because this is hard. That And then you go through all these emotions. Now, I don't know if this is true, but this is how I'm being made to feel already. I saw my symbol for where, you know, and then now I'm struggling with faith because if there was God and there was this, then why would they have taken them from me? Why couldn't, why couldn't they be healed? Why couldn't they have gotten better? Why couldn't have they just stayed? Or why did, why did somebody else live and, and my loved one had to die? And I'm, and I'm angry about that. I'm freaking pissed off about that. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Okay. 
I just got the chills. So that's my symbol for when you when a soul moves through me. You could have got a chill. You could have felt a warmth. You could have felt something. Know that that was your loved one. I have no idea who I'm talking to yet, but I was already made to have that feeling. And sometimes when spirit interrupts me before I even get finished, someone might have had a fear or a concern that they wouldn't come through or what was going to happen or what what are they going to say, whatever it is. So this, by making me feel how you feel already, it kind of puts all of that to the side and to let that to rest. This is very interesting. I heard, is your, Vanessa, your mom here in the physical world? Yes, she's right here. Oh, she's right. Because I heard tell my mom that I'm not alone on the other side. So was that a concern of yours that your daughter, so I'm going to assume that you lost your daughter. Is that correct? Okay. And and that you were afraid that she was alone. Yes. Okay. So what she is doing, she's bringing forward mother energies, father energies. It could be grandparents in whoever to validate that she is not alone. Do you pray or did you pray to God to please take you and not my daughter? Always. So know that she says, just because you prayed that to God doesn't mean that your prayers weren't heard. I'm going to say this to you. I, I, I feel a little confused by this already because she, she just like came in like gangbusters. Like it wasn't even like any warning. Like I didn't feel, because I'm looking at Vanessa, which I'm assuming Vanessa, this is your sister. Yes, that's my sister. So I'm looking at you. So normally they would make me feel like a sister energy, right? Mm-hmm. Right away. You got to talk to my mom. I couldn't even see you. Right. That's yeah. That's correct. So how would I know that? Your daughter knew that because your daughter is with you. And I'm also going to say what they, what she had, what she had me say before I even got started of being angry, upset, whatever it may be with God, that's your own personal thing. It's okay. And there's a part of me that she makes me feel like that she prepared you for her death in a way. So sometimes when spirit makes me feel that way, that's my sign for that they were ill prior to their departure. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Because she shows me the blood from head to toe. So that's my symbol for like, when I see blood head to toe, it's my symbol for disease or a blood disease or a blood disorder. Right. So this is interesting. So Vanessa, are you the one that either wrote in or wanted to have this done? Yes. Because she just said to me, she goes, you know, Teresa, she says, my, she made me feel, you know, my sister set this whole thing up. And she says, but she really did this because my mom needs it the most. Right. That's correct. I can't even see her. I didn't even see her. It's incredible. So for her to say, I need to speak to my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share, and again, this is very hard for me. Please understand this. There's this excitement to her that that we're all here. And she's like, she's so excited. She's like, and I'm like, all right, you got to calm down. Like, and she, she's like, Teresa, you don't understand it. She's like rubbing my hands. She's rubbing my arms and my legs. And she's like, this is what they would do for me. They would just take such yeah. good care of me. And that makes me feel is very, like, affectionate, physically yes. affectionate. So I could see her, you know, definitely rubbing your yes. arms and hands because she's always been very affectionate. Yes. You know? 
She goes, Teresa, my, 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 my sister will tell you different, but I was the most affectionate. <laughs> but what I love is how she made me feel that you felt that from her, but how she, how she wanted me to make you guys feel that today. That, that comfort of that, how much she loved when you would do that for her in the end. Yeah, she always, even at the very end when she was really bad. at the, uh, you know, <clears throat> very, very close to death, she was always appreciative and she always said thank you or sorry that you have to do this. Yeah. But look at how she made me feel now, excited for yeah. her to be able to do that. She had me write down um, the word prayed and prayer. Then she showed me my symbol for when someone is ill and then we think they're going to get better or things are going to turn around and then all of a sudden, boom, she's gone. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. We had a, uh, a period of time where we um, were very, very hopeful. Right. And um, well to love. A treatment at the NIH for quite, you know, a number of months, and then unfortunately, you know, her, her cancer, her cancer came back. The reason why she's bringing this up is because she wants to restore mom and whomever else faith, even if it's just for a little bit, because she says that period of time, Teresa. She says I wouldn't have traded for anything in the world. She said, because I had good days. She, and then she, and I'm just using this as an example, like uh, apple picking. And she was able to do this and to go on a vacation and to do Like she made me feel like she was able to live life during that treatment or be able to do things that she would not have been able to do. She was getting ready to get back to work. She was a flight attendant. She went to Rhode Island actually after yeah. that trial. So she says, when you lose faith or when you're when you're struggling the most she says I want you to remember those moments those amazing moments how where I was so positive and I was I'm cured I'm good we beat this we did this I'm gonna make it she said because I wouldn't have traded that for anything she says life was about quality not quantity and she said, the first thing that I said to myself when I was diagnosed was that I am not going to go down without a fight. And she said, I was going to beat it. And for those moments, that's what we thought. And she said, I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't trade that feeling for anything. You know, it's interesting. She also showed me my symbol for where she died on her terms where if she stopped the treatment or said, you know what, I'm done, I'm not going to do this. I knew in my soul, deep in my soul, that this was my life's and journey here in the physical world. And I wasn't afraid to die. She says, I prepared myself and prepared everyone else for that. So I died on my terms. Yes. That's true. She sure. actually fought with us a little bit about it because we kind of wanted her to go one way and she said she didn't want to have it. We wanted her to have surgery and she said that she would rather not have it. So, but it just, it's incredible how you just said it. She said to me, this is not living when, when she wasn't feeling, this is not 
this is not quality of life. I'd rather be, I'd rather be not here than live like this for another two years. And that was her argument when we said, well, why don't we just do the surgery? Why can't you just try this new test? Why can't you, like, why, why don't we go to Germany or whatever it was that we were trying to have her do? She said, because I'll be sick and I don't want to live like this anymore. I'm done. So she says, today, I want to thank you for allowing me to die on my terms. She says, you know, I would have done anything. And I did. Yes. There were things that I did. She says, but it was something in my soul that I knew that if I wasn't going to bounce back from that first trial, because I knew how good I felt, I was not going to make it. Now, who's standing behind you, Vanessa? Are you a sister as well? Yes. Okay. We're, both, we're both, we're all sisters. You're all sisters. Both, yeah, all sisters. Okay. So th- she wants to talk about, so the reason why I'm asking is because she wants to talk about separate events that happened. Okay. Okay. One thing I saw, someone had a dream of her. Yes, Vanessa did. And and Caitlin, very recently, a lot more. Okay. So, Caitlin, did you think you saw her in the house or you thought you saw her? Yes. Yes. Know that that was her. Because for that split moment, you're like, holy. She goes, you literally said, holy shit. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't even want to hear her talk to me because I was just so excited to see her. Know that that was real. I don't know how spirits able to do that, but for that moment, you know what you saw, right? Yeah. This is the thing that I love what spirit does because whether someone loses faith, believes in an afterlife, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. She's describing something that happened to you. You know what you saw, right? Yeah, she was. She she was kind of not happy with me, and she gave me like a stern older sister talking to, but I like knew it was her. I and I knew it was her. I woke up the next day knowing it was her. Can't deny that. Know that that was her soul giving you the gift and showing you that she was okay, and she was telling you to live life. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's very easy for me to sit here and say that to you. But she made me feel like she showed me my symbol for where someone doesn't want us. Sometimes spirit will refer to it as a um, pity party. Like they don't want to have a pity party. Like, all right, cry, be upset that I'm gone. You can do that once a day, but I need you to go out and to live the rest of the day. You can have these moments, but I can't have your day consumed because I died. So now, do you guys have something all the same? I don't know if it's a necklace or a tattoo. Are you getting something all the same? Yes. I wanted to, with these little validations, it validates that I interpreted everything correctly. Validating that she knows what you are doing in honor and more importantly, in memory of her. But is, does someone not have it yet? Or did someone not get the I, piece of jewelry? It's a, it's a bracelet and I only got it for my sisters because it's a bracelet. I didn't get it for our brother. We have a brother. I have a twin brother. And I didn't get it for him. I just got it for the girls. But the fact that she said not everyone got one, that <laughs> someone was missing one, right? Yes. It just validates that she knows what's going on. Who has the child that talks about her or says that she was just with them or she saw, or they saw her? Really talks my, about her. My, my daughter talks about her, but she doesn't say she saw her. 
she just they just talk about her a lot. They're the youngest, so I think they. That's just, why, so. With someone like five, who's five or around the age of five? Um, my daughter Reese is six. Her goddaughter. Okay, so know that when she talks about her out of nowhere, brings her up, right? No reason. Know that your sister's soul is present at that exact moment. And don't be surprised if she or if one of the children start to say, you know what, I saw she was in my room or I saw her or we had a conversation. Know that they're not crazy. Children, it's so much easier for them to connect than we can because they don't second guess what they're sensing, what they're feeling, what they're seeing. So now she wants me to bring me back to the moment. She says, Mom, she says, I want you to know, I know how hard that was for you to let me go and to tell me that it was okay to let go. She held my hand, kissed me on the cheek and whispered in my ear and I could feel the tears on my face. That is my symbol for where someone tells someone that it's okay, that they are going to be okay. Who was standing at the foot of the bed when she took her last breath? I think it was uh, the dad, right? It was our father, our dad. He was at the foot of the bed? Yes. And who missed the departure? That was me. Okay. There. Not, I mean, not, not at that moment. I was there the night before, but... She said you weren't supposed to be there for that moment. She says, we had our moment. Yeah, that's true. The night before, that's for sure. That was a rough one that night, but... I think that's true. I think that's one of the hardest things that I have to tell someone is that they're not, they weren't supposed to be at their loved one's passing as the moment when they took the last breath. Because she showed me people standing around and then she had me watch her breath and then it went black. That's my symbol for where someone missed that. Yes. And that's difficult to watch someone take their last breath. We think we want to be there or we need to be there, but a lot of people have a hard time going over that moment of them taking their last breath. I, I do. I felt that it would have been hard for me to just let her to let her go at, at that moment. Yes. She wouldn't have been able to let go if you were there. Oh my god. Um, I think that's true. Yeah. Because you would always tell her, "It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay." That's right. Fight. Breathe. I will breathe for you. I would say that all the time. Absolutely. And you still can't believe that she's gone. That's that's absolutely true. You still feel as if she's going to walk through that door at any moment. Like she's going to call and be like, all right, come pick me up. What are we doing? Let's go to dinner. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I still feel like I have a big part of denial to to this, even though it's, you know, been a little bit, you know. You know, look, I'm not a therapist. I'm far, far from a therapist. But this is something that I talked about in, in one of my books, Good Grief, is that we have all of these grieving labels, right? We might go through that. We might not. And if that's the way that you have to feel, when spirit brings up things about the way that we feel and we're kind of struggling over like, oh, my God, should we not feel that way? Should Is that okay? It totally is okay. If that is what's helping you get through the day is imagining that she's going to come walking through that front door or at any second she's going to call you, that's okay. There's no right or wrong way to grieve her. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Hey Spirit. Look, this is also for mom. I don't know why prayer is so important. I know I, I know why prayer is important, right. but I don't right. know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I, I stress this to people, you know, everyone has their own way of believing in faith and having their own faith and what they do. But a lot of times when someone keeps bringing up this over and over, when they go like this and then they have the blessed mother standing next to them. It's to say that not only have, do I hear your prayers, but your prayers are honored and that my soul is safe with God. God. Does someone wear like a blessed mother charm or the, or medallion? Sarah did. Don't be surprised if you come up with uh, a picture and you see this bracelet. Uh, or if you see something or, or something with the Blessed Mother, take this as a sign from her. Okay. Uh, do, do you feel that you should see her more or sense her more? Oh, she's funny. She goes, I'm not dead that long, Teresa. She goes, what do they want from me? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to say that, but it's not up to me what they have to say. That's right. So do do you feel that you should see her more or that we should get more signs or? That would be wonderful. Yes. Okay. So Mm -hmm. let me explain to you about signs. What happens is with signs is I always say to people, you can't say, oh, you know what? I know it's you. If I see four red cardinals and 10 butterflies by four o'clock on Saturday, I know you're with me. (laughs) The the thing that that I learned about signs from spirit is that they come to us differently. So you might all hypothetically see a butterfly. Uh, Someone might see a red cardinal. Some might see a blue jay. The reason why spirit comes to us differently is because 
it promotes conversation as well. You can call up your sisters or even mom and say, oh my God, you know, I saw this amazing blue jay today. It flew like right in front of my, my car. And, you know, so, and the thing about signs too is they come from out of nowhere. So it's those moments where you think you hear her call your name, correct? Or you think you hear her voice. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Know that that's her. It might be, uh, you might hear a song on the radio. You might think you see someone like you saw, right? You thought you saw her. For those moments, they're able to show themselves to us. It is them. That's why they're, they kind of blindside us. Mm-hmm. So don't be so uh, focused on, we, have, we should see this, we should see that. Mm-hmm. Kind of sit back and be like, all right, Ta, what are you going to show me today? I wonder what's going to happen today. Right? Tap. Tap. Yes. We, we call her Tap. We call her Tap. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. Yeah. She's all right, Tap. All right, Tap. Yeah. That's what we called her. Our father called her Tutu. Oh, and it's funny because I, wrote, I, I I always doodle. You know, you see me on the show doodling. I'll try to show you. But I wrote Dad twice and Tap. Oh, yeah. But then along with this, she made me feel like that she wanted to talk about that we uh, were grieving differently. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, Mom, are you upset with someone on the way that they're grieving or the way that they're moving forward or trying to move forward? I probably am, and and I probably don't even realize it, but I'm sure I am. Okay. Look, you. this isn't about that, oh, you shouldn't feel this way. You know, you shouldn't. You have every right to feel however you feel. They're your feelings. No one can tell you how to feel. God, I think because when we were talking before of speaking about the operation that we wanted her to, to have, that the only one that was really against it was her brother. And she asked him, we had a family meeting, which we normally would do. And she asked him because she was very, it was very important to her to know how a man would feel about it because it was such a, a woman thing. And, and she was very much a woman. And um, he was the only one that really said that he wouldn't do it. So I think, I think that's one of the things that I keep in my heart. And it's not a good thing. She but, says, Mommy, I need you to let that go. I know. She brought I'm this sorry. up earlier. One of the first things that she brought up was, I died on my terms. Right? Yes. I made choices. I knew that this was not going to change. Having that surgery was not going to make me better. So it's, it's almost like she says, what I need you to do, mom, is just to like go back to that conversation and we're going to respect his opinion. She says, but I didn't make my choice just solely on what he said to me. No, absolutely. She She said, right, on her terms. And shortly before she passed, um, she said to me, Mom, I I know what's happening, but I wouldn't have done anything any differently. This is why I do what I do. Because it's not going to take away the pain of you losing your daughter. It's not going to take away anything else. The way that your soul feels is as someone put it in a paper shredder. Right. And and you, you've, and and you have so much to live for. You have beautiful children, you have grandchildren and it it has nothing to do with that. It's almost like I never, parents aren't supposed to bury their children. And then to watch them 
suffer like that. She says, but mom, you know, even as a child, I was the toughest out of all. Some may beg to differ. (laughs) But she says, and there was always that need where you felt that you needed to watch over me a little bit more. Or you worried about me a little bit more. Yeah. Yes. I had um, four children very close together. And I always, I think she felt that I didn't have enough time for her. But But do you see what she's telling me? She's telling me, she said to me that my mom had to watch over me. She felt that she needed to watch over me more so than anyone else. Yes, I think it's true too. Yeah. Worried about her more. She says, I need you to look at that saying that those are the moments that the soul knew that I wasn't going to be here for a long time. Yes, from when she was ill and then she even herself, after the first couple of years, she said that she was very concerned that her dad and I had to take care of her and that she should be doing this for us, not vice versa. So, yes, in that, yes, definitely. Uh, I love the gift of faith and healing that she's giving to you is that she's saying, it's okay to feel the way that you feel in, in every aspect. We have family members, we have God, we have even ourselves, right? And it's okay. She says, but the reason why I say to you, you need to let it go, she says, because I don't want it to change who you are. That whatever it may be, resentment, anger, what, whatever it is, it's a negative emotion that is changing you as a person deep in your soul. She says that I can't have. Yeah, she knows me well. And, and, and the thing, this is what I find out remarkable about, about what I do. You weren't even, I couldn't even see you. <laughs> right? Right. I had no idea who these three beautiful young ladies were in front of me. Little did we know mom was off to the side. (laughs) That's true. But your daughter knew. And do you see, it's almost like she's conducting the family meeting once again. Mm -hmm. Right? She's saying, this is what we need to do. We need to, right? We need to let go of certain things because it's easier to focus on, let's use the family meeting as an example. And that moment than it is to remember all the other things on how each and every one of you would tell me to continue to fight, how I was going to beat this, right? And I was going to get better. And I did have those days. She says, mom, I want you to remember, I am that strong woman because of you. I learned that from you. I got that strength from you. And I wasn't afraid. I wasn't afraid. She says, and you even knew, looking in my eyes, the day that I died or right before I died, that I was not afraid and that it was time for me to go. Because nobody knows this, mom, but you looked in my eyes and you looked at me and you said, it's okay, Tara. It's okay. Yes, we did. Not treat her eyes weren't open, but before that we did, yes. And she heard you. Yes. She had, had very shortly before, she wasn't talking very much, but maybe a week before, and one of the nurses were in there, and she turned, got up, and she turned around, and she just said to me, I love you, Mom. <laughs> just like that. And the nurse just looked at me, and I looked at her, and then she went back to sleep. That was it. She says, so when the moments come that we get in these negative patterns, anger, whatever it is, disappointment, 
She says, I want you to remember and recall that moment. I do. That was yeah. my last gift to you. Yes, it was. Definitely. Yes. She says, Teresa, she says, and can you ask them why they kept putting blankets on me? She says, they kept putting blankets on. She goes, I wasn't even cold. Because <laughs> she was always cold when she what? could say she was cold. Right. And she felt cold. That That's my symbol for on how you... Each and every one of you exceeded an expectation that she had of you of love and support and taking care of her where you did above and beyond. She talks about um, her final resting place. Mm. She says, it's okay, mom. Okay. Uh, did you want to do something different or did you feel that it wasn't, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to say this. I don't want to use the term good enough, right? I felt like you wanted something different. No, I think it, it's just not the usual for our family or for, we have her and that's what she wanted. It's but what, do you see what she says? Yeah. I want to thank you for how you laid me to rest. My final resting place, yes. whether if you yes. had her cremated and you just yes. have her in an urn, right. you know, it's fine. If you choose to right. separate her cremains to put in jewelry, she yes. says, I'm okay with that. You know, what we do with their physical body is really for us. Uh, she also shows me, did you release or are you planning to release something in memory of her? Because she shows me balloons and lanterns. That's my symbol for what we thought about. What, even if we just thought about it, there was a discussion of release. Yes. Yeah. We, were, we were literally, I think it was a text or I don't even know if it was, I think it was, it was a text. Yeah. Yeah. We, were, we were talking about having a you know memorial for her. And I believe Caitlin, my sister, said we could release balloons I thought of the lanterns, but I think me and Tara, well, we watch, we like to watch a lot of TV, <laughs> especially at when she was not feeling well. So we would watch, we watched a show and they released the lanterns. And I think we kind of like poked fun at it just because it like one of them wouldn't catch on fire. And I think even she said, oh, that's going to be me or that's going to happen. And I thought of that because I was like, well, maybe we should do. And then I was like, oh, and then I thought of our like, we were like, we got a good laugh out of it because she was like, oh, what's going to happen to me? Now, this doesn't mean you have to go out and order lanterns on Amazon and get ready to release them. <laughs> what When spirit brings up things that we're thinking about doing, it does several things. It validates that when you had the discussion, her soul was present. Her soul was there. Because or else, how else would she be able to communicate that to me? Yeah. The second thing is the thought about wanting to do something in memory or in honor of someone, even if we never do it. Just the thought and wanting to do that means the absolute world to them. It means as if we actually did it. The thing that I found interesting, and the reason why I like to share when something is new and different and doesn't, this has never happened to me before. When I first started, she made me feel this rawness, like it was so raw. She made me feel it again, but I, I had like a little sense of, like it's almost like... Like, I'm still raw, but it's like, all right, I have this moment of, okay, it's going to, I'm, 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 we're, we're going to be okay. And I think this was the first step for all of us in some different way of starting to heal because we're going to grieve the loss of our loved ones for the rest of our lives. The healing process is something completely different. And I, I want to say to you, Vanessa, uh, you know, I want to thank you for doing this because thank there's you. no way that your mom could start to heal with all of that 
anger. I'm just going to use the word. I'm just going to use okay. that word. It could be whatever it is. Yes. Whatever it is. Disappointment. I agree. There's no way. And this is what this is about. Right. It's it's not about what did she say to me? Who, oh, did, did, did she mention me? Did she... This right. is about her having the, um, her soul, having that amazing ability to acknowledge the way that each and every one of us feel intimate moments that happened to say, this is the first step in healing, knowing that my soul is at peace, knowing that I am not alone, that I died on my terms. I did what I wanted to. We did everything that was available to us, except something that I knew that wasn't going to work, or I didn't want to put myself through that. Yeah. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. And then saying, it's okay that you're upset with the way that people are even moving forward. There is no right or wrong way to heal. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And I, I want to share with you, mom, that the, the reason why I kept talking about the eyes before, because that's my symbol for when something happens, sometimes someone will say to me, oh, I felt them squeeze my hand or they actually opened their eyes and they had it for weeks. You then responded with my daughter hadn't spoken and then said, I love you, mom. I mean, that is unbelievable. Yes. And the re- and I never gave up. And the reason why I didn't have the surgery, and each and every one of you know that, know this, because I wouldn't have had what I had with the first treat with that first trial. I wouldn't have been able to get that back. And I wanted to leave the physical world with a very different memory of them what I would have been like. It was the right decision for her. It wouldn't have been for other people that would, you know, even in our family. And, but we had to come to terms that 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 was great for her. That was tough. And I'm going to say this. One other thing is this, I I don't know if we talked about this earlier or what, or she just hoped, but she makes me feel like that no one had, I guess she she had cancer and no one had this in the family, right? Like it wasn't something. And she's like, no one else is going to get it. So stop worrying about it. Mm -hmm. Right. So whatever she had, it must be unique or not as common for anyone else in the family. There was nobody had this type in the family. No. Nobody had this cancer. So, and it's surprising to have what she had at her age. And at that advanced state. Yes. Yes, that is in this day and age. Yes, it is. You would, yes. So she says, I don't want anyone to think that this could happen to them. Because she showed me the uh, BRCA test. So that's my symbol for where someone has a big concern or they're thinking to themselves, oh, who's, am I going to be next? 
She talks about her earrings. Someone have her earrings or was there something where someone, we had the same earrings? Mom, do you have your mom's earrings? Because now she just showed me a set of pearls. No, but I recently found a pair of earrings that she was given and that I'm going to give to Reese, who is her goddaughter. I asked her for another validation and she chose to show me the handing down of earrings. It's for Reese. Yeah. So by her acknowledging this, again, it means that her soul was present when you found the earrings, the discussion, when you were thinking about it, and also that she would support the choice and decision if that's what you choose to do. This doesn't mean that you have to do this or you have to go home and give them to her tomorrow. Right. It's would support that choice and decision if that's what you decided. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I asked her for one more thing because I, you know, I say this all the time. I make what I do look easy. It's not. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy to be on the other side of where you guys are receiving these messages. The thing that I admire about her the most is that she just keeps saying, I need them to start to heal. And it's almost like we don't know how. Maybe this is the first step in just knowing that she truly is at peace that her soul is at peace because if she wasn't, she would not have been able to come through with these amazing validations right. with her personality and more importantly, validating how we feel. I know this wasn't easy, but I want to thank you for allowing me to share my gift with you, but more importantly, for trusting me with the soul of your daughter and your sister. Thank you, Teresa. And I hope this brings you some type of comfort. I think it will. I Definitely. feel better already. People don't see it. I go into this Zoom room and there's one person there. There happened to be Vanessa and two other people. I have no idea who they are. And yet her sister is telling me that she needs to talk to her mom, who was completely off camera. And for me, not even to know that her mother was in, her room, in the room, that this is who she needed to speak to. This is what I say to people when they say, what can I do for a reading? Listen, come with no expectations because spirit is going to give you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And it's what we need to make tomorrow a little bit easier. It's the same thing. Someone might not have felt like, whoa, what's this podcast? Let me listen to this. But I know if there's someone listening new right now, it's going to be exactly what they needed to hear. And that's what I loved about Vanessa's sister, about Tara. I also love on how Tara, her soul was reiterating to everyone and even everyone listening. Like, it's okay. You grieve on how you feel that you need to grieve. As long as you're not harming yourself or anyone else, you grieve how you feel that you need to get through a day. Well, guys, there you have it. If you'd like to give me the opportunity to share my gift with you, just go to my website at teresacaputo.com. If you want to keep hearing these shows, please subscribe wherever you listen and be sure to write a review at Apple Podcasts so more people can find the show. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.